Can you see all this dust? The dust flying? I have a lot of dust in my office. I also have allergies. Things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. It's the sun. <laughs> I don't know. I never do that. I never do that. I don't say. This is why I record at night. Welcome back to another episode of the Take Care Podcast on the McKissick Health Podcast Network. We may encounter many defeats, but we must not be defeated. That in fact, it may be necessary to encounter defeats so we can know who the hell we are. What can we overcome? What makes us stumble and fall and somehow miraculously rise and go on? I know that a diamond is a result of extreme pressure. Less time and less pressure and it's just crystal or coal or fossilized leaves or, or just dirt. But time and pressure uh, will create a diamond. Not, I mean, it is considered one of the most beautiful elements and it's one of the hardest elements on our planet. Two things right out the gate. Let's address it. One, it's daytime, not nighttime, which is when I typically record. That's lovely. The daytime ambiance is really cute, but it's gonna get really bright really quick. So if the camera keeps adjusting, the daylight wins, it's fine. It's gonna keep adjusting. So this week, the podcast is kind of following an entirely different approach and I'm so excited about it. After talking to one of my dear friends who also runs a podcast, Jade Hendricks, who runs the Corporate Creative Podcast, which was previously the Glow Unveiled Podcast, she gave me the idea, guys, that I should just freeball it. She didn't say freeball it, sorry Jade. But I should go off the dome and give you guys the blog post in addition to the episode. So we're going to try it out. I am not going to read a screen. Well, I have notes, but I'm not going to read the screen and I'm not going to give you the transcript in the blog post. The blog post will actually be something completely separate from what we talked about in the video, but it'll relate to it. So I'm really excited about this new format. Hopefully we can get into it. You know, we can fill it out, see if it's a vibe. It'll also keep me from um, having to stick to the script, which y'all know I hate. If y'all listen to episode two, then you know I don't like following scripts. I like writing. I love writing. But I also just want to talk when I'm talking. I don't want to have to think about what I'm saying and if it's what I wrote, you know, all that stuff. So, this is new. Welcome back. It's the way you act. 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 <laughs> I will never get over that. Also, hopefully the videos don't show me rambling for 10 minutes. That's why it's only 10 minutes, so that I can stay focused. And I think I'm already down to like three. So here we go. This week's episode is all about consistency. And it's interesting because what we think we should do concerning consistency is actually the exact opposite of what we should be doing when we want to become more consistent. So most of us think of consistency and we're like, oh, I need to start doing these things more, more, more. I argue that if you want to become consistent, you need to stop doing things. So you need to stop doing some of those habits that you have that are unhealthy or unproductive or distract you from staying focused on some of the things you're supposed to be working on when you're supposed to be working on them. Those are the things you want to stop doing so that you can preserve your energy and then focus it in on the habits that you're doing that are working 
rather than trying to take up a million new habits, right? People are like, oh, add on a habit to a habit you're already doing. And that does work when you're doing habits that benefit your goals and your desires and where you're headed. But when you have a lot of habits that don't benefit those goals and those desires and they keep you stumbling or create challenges that come before you before you get to where you're headed, it's not beneficial to add to them because you need to get rid of them. So this week, the weekly email and the podcast is all about stopping some of those habits that aren't helping us with consistently moving forward, which is our goal. We want to live free. We want to experience joy and we want to move forward with our lives. And in order to do that, we have to stop doing the things that aren't helping us achieve that. So when we're getting into that, we want to talk a little bit about feelings, right? And not just like, oh, I'm upset that I'm not doing what I said I would do, but more so like what feels right, what habits feel like they're a part of the life we want to create for ourselves. In the article that you should read after watching this video, I'm going to talk about how you have to learn how to zone in on your intuition, right? And zero in on some of the experiences you're having and some of the emotions that you're feeling so that you can really identify what's working. And then there are some important questions you should also ask yourself when you're considering like, is this working for me or is it working against me? And so hopefully with some introspection, self-reflection, you can pinpoint what habits are working for you and stop the habits that are working against you. One of the things we don't really consider when we think about our trouble with staying consistent or becoming consistent is our mental health. And that's so important because sometimes we're experiencing mental health issues that actually impact our ability to be consistent. For example, I've dealt with depression since I was like 16 years old. And because I stayed in higher education for so long and I've just learned how to become a high achiever, I often experience that alongside my depression, right? So I try to mask the symptoms that I should be zoning in on, kind of observing how I'm feeling and figuring out what the heck is going wrong. Instead of doing that because I'm a high achiever, I'm just like, oh no, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. And so you ignore some of those symptoms that you're experiencing that would tend to give you a, an opportunity to like slow down and pause and reflect on how you're feeling. But because you're a high achiever, you're telling yourself, no, just keep going, just keep doing, doing, doing. And you focus less on the being aspect. What? <laughs> this is why. Um... So that's one thing you can experience. I've actually included a blog post in the notes that talks about high achievers who experience depression. And what that's really trying to address is how people who are high functioning tend to overlook their symptoms and don't seek help. And so that was one thing that I really had to navigate. The older I got, the more responsibility I had. And we talked about this in a previous episode. I want to say episode one, we talked about this, where the more responsibilities you have, the more difficulty you have with managing everything. And so that's a part of the consistency issue too, because you're doing so much. You're trying to focus on so much that you don't necessarily take time to observe the things that are sl slowing you down, right? And are prohibiting you from actually getting as far as you'd like to get with your goals, your desires, or your experiences with people around you. Another issue I have is anxiety. And I know a lot of us are struggling with anxiety. We have this constant need to be hyper vigilant, right? Or to ruminate 
on thoughts or past experiences and it really interferes with our ability to be present and not worried about what's going to happen or what has happened. If you're experiencing anxiety, that's probably where you are. You're stuck in focusing on what has happened or what you think will happen instead of being present in the moment. So we've talked about mindfulness, we've talked about meditation, and those are the strategies, tools that you can use to sort of navigate and manage those experiences. But in addition to that, we have to just pause and ask ourselves like, how am I responding? And is it helping me or is it hurting me? When I get frustrated, when I get angry, when I choose to drink, when I choose to smoke, are those responses helping me or hurting me? And in general, it's usually hurting you. Like, girl, if we're going to be honest with each other, if we're really going to spill the tea, we're hurting ourselves. And we've all been there. There have been times in my life where I manage my depression and my anxiety better than other times. And it's not to judge yourself. Like, I don't think poorly of myself because I had times when I didn't manage it well. What I do is invite myself to consider, well, why did I choose to handle it that way? And how can I make sure I don't make that choice again? And then move forward. Moving forward implies that we simply don't hold it against ourselves. We don't ruminate on the fact that we've done something wrong or we failed or something didn't work out. We simply choose to pick up our toys and keep moving forward. So hopefully after watching this video and after reading this week's article, you'll be more inclined to gird up your loins. That's biblical speak. <laughs> to gird up your loins, to put on your big girl pants and move forward. Because you can and you deserve to in all of these little challenges that come up in the stumbling blocks that tell us, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. They're irrelevant. They don't matter. And they're not telling us the truth. I told you from day one, our goal is to be honest with each other and to be honest about our abilities and our habits and what we want out of life. All of those desires that we're scared to even whisper in our dreams. So when we look at this question of how do we create under pressure? How do we move forward? That's the answer. By giving ourselves grace and not in a superficial way that says, oh, it's okay that I did that. I didn't really mean to. It's okay, I can move forward. No, but really believe in like we're capable of creating solutions for ourselves. And we don't need someone to come and save us because we have what we need to survive. And even in circumstances where you feel like you don't have what you need to survive, you have enough resources to figure out what you need. Okay, so sometimes there are times where we feel like, oh, I don't have the skill set to do what I want to do. You know how to ask for help. You know how to get help when you need it, whether it's asking a friend, asking a professional, or Googling, honey. Like Google and YouTube University is real. It's a resource. It is our connection to understanding. It is a form of answers and knowledge. So use it. Use it to your benefit. Don't feel trapped in all of your mess and your frustration and your anger and all of those responses that don't serve you well. Choose to find solutions to your problems because you are the resource that you need in order to change everything you don't like in your life. And I'm telling you that as somebody who's had to become a resource for themselves and serve as a resource to other people. You are capable of creating solutions and figuring out your life in the 
first time you really get that in your spirit, the first time you really believe it in your heart, you'll start to see your life in a completely different way. So this week, I hope you enjoy listening to this episode of the podcast, as well as reading the article in the weekly email. I know it's a lot of reading, y'all. I know y'all don't really like to read that much. I want y'all to get into it, though, you know? There's so much that is, um, that there's like worlds that unlock when you take time to really read through things and let it rest inside your spirit and your mind. And I hope that you take time to do that. We spend so much time on social media. We spend so much time watching videos on YouTube. We spend so much time talking on the phone or FaceTiming with our friends and family members. Sometimes we need to assign time to just sit with ourselves. And so hopefully in reading the weekly email and even the article on my blog, you'll take time after reading to sit with yourself and see what resonates, see what settles into your spirit and what informs what you can do next. I hope you've enjoyed this week. I've enjoyed this week. The sun is out. It's a great day. I can't wait to talk to you again in two weeks uh, because the podcast is bi-weekly now. So I'll talk to you again in video in two weeks and I will see you in your inbox next Monday. Take care, y'all. Like, comment, subscribe, share it with a friend. All the things. Y'all know how it go. If you're in your inbox, honey, reply to the email that I sent and it'll come directly to me and I'll shoot you an email back and tell you, hey girl, hey, okay? If you're listening via Apple Podcast, head to Instagram with a screenshot of the episode and tag me at SMX Coaching to tell me your answer. I want to know. See you again next week for another episode. Until then, take care. I want a big life. I want to experience everything. I want to break every single rule there is. They say ambition is an unattractive trait in a woman. Maybe. But you know what's really unattractive? Waiting around for something to happen. Staring out a window thinking the life you should be living is out there somewhere, but not being willing to open the door and go get it, even if someone tells you you can't. Being a coward is only cute in The Wizard of Oz.